Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Hi everyone, welcome back to this episode of Yin Untangled. I am Kat Mead, the lady behind the Yin Method, Yin Untangled. I love all things Yin, Yin Yoga, traditional Chinese medicine. So today we are talking about the kidney and urinary bladder meridian or energy lines. So I just wanted to touch on to start with, just because it's been a while since the last real, in inverted commas, episode, what are meridians? So meridians can be thought of as invisible rivers or pathways that move through every part of our body that help us to move our energy or chi to where it needs to go. Uh, it's said that these rivers run through our fascia or our connective tissue, which is absolutely everywhere in our body. And really, I think the easiest way to think of these energy lines or these rivers is to literally think of them as rivers. And when we think of rivers, we can think of things that block rivers like sediment, dirt, trees, lots of different things can block these rivers. And yin yoga comes into it here because we can stretch or we can compress an area of our body that stimulates the chi to run through these rivers better or well or differently. So that's a very brief overview of what a meridian is and how yin yoga can affect our energy lines. I do have an episode on meridians, so if you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to it. It's not very long, but it's a good overview of what meridians are. All right, so getting into the kidney and urinary bladder meridian lines today, I want to start with actually where in the body these meridians run. So when we think of fascia and when we think of our meridians, this guy called Thomas Myers has put together this really awesome resource called Anatomy Trains. And he talks a lot about fascia and he talks about different sheets, I guess, of fascia in our body uh, that makes it really easy to remember and figure out what we are affecting in our body when we want to get to certain energy lines. So the kidney and urinary bladder meridians run in the superficial back line of fascia. Now, without seeing it, it can be a little bit tricky to uh, comprehend. But if you were to Google that, it'd be very easy to find a diagram of where these fascia sheets are in our body. In saying that, I am going to tell you generally where this kidney line to start with runs. And it's really important to remember here that our yin runs upward, our yang runs downward. So the kidney line is our yin channel. So it runs upwards. So the yin channel, the kidney, it starts in the sole of our foot and it's the only one to start there. It runs up the inner foot arch and it passes around kind of underneath the ankle bone. It goes up the inner slash back inner thigh and leg, where it goes up to our spine and meets with our kidney. It connects here with the urinary bladder meridian. It goes up through the liver and the diaphragm. It enters our lungs and our throat, and then it ends in the root of our tongue. 
So that's the kidney line, running up the back line of the body. Our urinary bladder meridian is our yang channel, so its energy runs downwards, yin up, yang down. So this one starts in the inner eye. So if you think of this space just kind of on the upper inside of the nose, on the inner eye, it'll start there. It goes up past our third eye and it goes over our forehead. It connects to a meridian called the governing vessel. I am not going to get into that here, but maybe we'll get into that in another episode. Well, we definitely will. And then it enters the brain. It's one of only two meridian lines to go through the brain, and it is the longest channel in the body. So it re-emerges out of our brain and runs down our neck to our scapula, or shoulder blades. It descends either side of the spine in two branches. And the inner channel links with the kidney channel and enters the bladder. The outer channel descends over our glutes, so our butts and flows down the backs of the legs, the calves, and the outer ankle, on the back still. It ends at the tip of our little toe. So that's the kidney and urinary bladder, and where the meridian lines generally run in the body. Of course, these lines have different points along them as well that are used for acupuncture and acupressure to help stimulate chi, and they do different things. Uh, I'm not getting, going to get into that here either. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to come back here to this idea of our meridians being like rivers running through our fascia. So fascia by its nature is a watery substance. And we know that water itself is a powerful conductor of electricity. They don't mix very well generally. If you were to put something electric in water, you'd want to stand way back. But within our body, we need the water and we need the electricity to work together to create this energy to help us to be healthy. So kidneys are, well, kidney and urinary bladder are connected with our water element. We think of balancing our water when we think of balancing our kidney and urinary bladder lines. Now the kidneys themselves, let's talk about them as an organ. So they're in our mid-back, about waist height, and our adrenal glands sit on top of our kidneys. Our adrenals have a lot to do with our energy. So they kick in when we need energy, they give us adrenaline, obviously, adrenals, uh, and this is a big part of the stress response. So a lot of us are probably walking around with overactive adrenal glands. And so that's not really something you want to be happening all the time for these adrenal glands to constantly be going, 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 constantly sending adrenaline into your body because it gets really tiring. You get too much of it and you're just constantly in this high stressed state. So doing a yin practice where we start to balance and bring ourselves back down out of that state is really super beneficial for everyone. Our kidneys detox and filter our blood. And our kidneys directly impact the water content in all of the cells in our body. The kidneys are the foundation for yin-yang balance in all of our other organs. So as an organ, when our kidneys are balanced, we find that they regulate our bodily fluids, our blood pressure, our glucose metabolism. And energetically, 
when we have balance in our kidneys. We have an ease of our being. We feel more at ease in our bodies. And obviously this comes back to being at ease and not having constant fight or flight or adrenaline rushing through our body as well. So finding balance here does help us calm our nervous system to find more ease. We feel safer. We're more likely to connect with our inner wisdom. There's gentleness, there's openness, and it cools the fire of our heart. So in traditional Chinese medicine, the heart and the kidneys are thought of as the mansions of fire and water. So they're a really beautiful balancing uh, set when you think of the kidneys and the heart together. When we have balance here, we have energy to go after what we want because it's not constantly, you know, this energy from our adrenals is not constantly just firing and sending everywhere in our body just to keep us kind of going and active and awake. We have this balanced energy to be able to be focused and go for our goals. As an organ, when our kidneys are not quite functioning as well as they could be, we are more likely to have high blood pressure, hypertension, toxicity in our body. And energetically, this comes back to all kinds of different fears. So fear is really the uh, imbalance <laughs> of our kidneys. The attribute is wisdom. So it's all kinds of fear, safety, money, sex, insomnia, nervousness, anxiety. Anxiety really lives in these lines. And when I say sex, I don't mean fear of sex. It's more like fear of survival. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense to me. All right, let's talk about the urinary bladder. I think we all have a good idea of what the bladder does. It fills and empties, which is what makes it our yang organ. It stores urine, it fills and empties, and it helps us to eliminate waste. Our urinary bladder is flexible, so obviously it's going to get bigger when it needs to store more, and it gets smaller when it empties. The meridian, as I already said, is the longest in the body. So when we have balance with our urinary bladder, energetically, we're more emotionally stable and optimistic, and our emotions are generally leaning more towards being positive. They, you know, they have more of a positive sheen to them, this flavoring, if you will. When there's an imbalance here, there's an inability to cope with change. We're more annoyed. We're annoyed with life. We're jealous. And our emotional uh, flavoring, sheen, is generally more negative. So I wanted to come back to the kidneys here, being our yin organs. Kidneys are super important. We have two of them. So the right one is thought of as our ancestral energy, and it's energy that comes from our parents. Our left kidney fills and empties based on what we do with our life. So it depends on our food, what we drink, what we read, what we do, who we talk to, how we think. So it fills and empties, and depending, as I said, what we do with our life, it will depend on how much energy we have to go forward and do things. The right kidney, as I said, is ancestral. When it empties, it doesn't refill again. So you have only a set amount of energy in that right kidney. And as it depletes, that's it, done, 
gone. That's it. That's all you've got. Our kidney chi is thought of as jing. Well, it's known as jing. Chi is energy. And this jing is related to the foundation of our entire life. It's related to survival, youthfulness, longevity. And this energy in our kidneys, jing, is even related to anti-aging. So keeping ourselves young by balancing and having healthy, active kidney energy. And it said that the lower back, so if we were to draw an upside down triangle on our lower back, it would be where yin lives. This is our life force in our sacrum here, where our kidneys are. This is where our energy lives. And this is what distributes energy all around our body. So how does yin yoga help us balance and activate our kidney chi? How does it help us to replenish our jing in that left kidney? Well, by stretching and compressing the lines of fascia in our body that relate to these energy lines, these rivers. As I said, the superficial back line of fascia is where the kidney and urinary bladders meridians run. So when we think of stretching and compressing these energy lines, we're really thinking about getting into poses that either stretch or compress the back line of our body. This means if we want to stretch it, we need to do forward folds. One of my favorite poses to do in a kidney class is a toe squat, which a lot of people don't like. It's not very comfortable. It can get really challenging, but our kidney meridian starts in the sole of our foot. So to activate that very start of this energy line, we need to get into the bottom of our foot. And that's a great way to do it. So toe squat, forward folds like butterfly, caterpillar, dragonfly, they're all amazing poses for activating our chi through the back line of our body. But we don't just want to stretch the meridian lines or the fascia along where these rivers run. We also want to compress them. In a kidney class, I'll often add in at least one uh, back bend as well. So something for the lower back just to compress that line of energy. So Sphinx pose where you're on your belly and you're lifted up on your elbows is a great one. It compresses the lower back. And when we come out, we often feel a bit of a difference in that place, that lower back where the fascia has been compressed. So we might feel some heat or some cool. We might actually feel this shift with something running through those rivers of energy when we come out of the pose. And really, this is why the rebound in our yin practice is so important, because it gives us time and space to feel the effects of our poses, to feel that energy running a little bit differently. So never, ever forego the rebound. Even if you only have a very short amount of time to practice, do less poses and make sure you give yourself time to rebound, to feel what's happening in your body and to let your fascia reset before you move to the next pose. Very important. Another pose I really like for compressing the lower back, and it must be said that compressing the lower back is really personal to each person. Um, we're never looking for pain, and what you feel here needs to be appropriate for you. So it's okay to feel compression in your joints, 
But if it's painful or if it feels like it's injuring you or hurting you, don't do it or back off. There's, there's no rule that says you have to go super deep into something to affect your energy. You don't. Time really is the, thing, the key here. And when we're paying attention, it's not just when we're in the pose, it's not right when we come out of the pose, it might be the next day that you feel something. So you really need to be mindful when you're practicing yin yoga that what you're feeling is appropriate in the moment, after the moment, and following the moment, maybe the next day or several days later, think back to what you've been doing and go, okay, was that appropriate for my body? And then maybe the next time you practice yin yoga, you practice slightly differently so that it's more appropriate in your body. Uh, Saddle pose is where I was going with that. (laughs) Uh, When we compress the back body, saddle pose is a really great one. And it's something that I'm really excited to start teaching more now because uh, in the yoga studio where I teach the open mind space, we've just been able to offer the use of props again. So subtle pose, I just don't really love to teach without props. I find it is better when it can be supported. And so I'm really excited to be able to offer saddle pose again. So yin yoga, forward folds, compressing the spine as well is really great at activating our energy, stimulating the kidney and urinary bladder chi. It's great for replenishing our jing, forward folds, back bends. It just all works really well. Plus yin yoga as a whole is helping to calm our nervous system. It's rejuvenating, refreshing our adrenals, which is just great for everything else because when our system is less stressed everything in our body our organs our mind our breath all works a little bit better so do you have enough energy to get where you're going do you have the energy to thrive do you have space to thrive rather than simply getting through your day and surviving you can come back to balance You can settle your nervous system. You can have healthy energy running through your body. And you can reconnect with your wisdom and step out of fear. It is possible. Thank you so much for being here this week as we went through the kidney and urinary bladder meridians, the yin yoga practice that we can associate with it and talking about the organs a little bit in there as well. I really appreciate you being here, and I would love if you have any feedback for you to get in touch. My email address is hello at catmead.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's The Yin Method. Also, there is also catmead underscore. Uh, There's so many different ways to get in touch with people. You will find links in the show notes, so if you need to find me, Get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. If you're on iTunes, please leave me a five-star rating and review. It helps other people find the podcast and know what they're in for. If you'd like to be interviewed on the show, please also get in touch. I'd love to do interview episodes because I think they're really rich um, 
with information. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have information that I don't have that can expand on these topics and I'd love to talk to you. So please get in touch if you would love to be on my show. I'd love that for that to happen. In saying all of that, I'll see you next time and we will be talking about something else. <laughs> Bye.